Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy coming at you with another sweet podcast. Hey, uh, today we're going to be talking about the top three resent... <laughs> I can't even talk. The top three resentments I've personally had in my own civil engineering career. So I just want to talk about some of the things that I wish I would have done differently, having looked back at where I'm at right now, to try to improve some things. And I think it's going to be valuable, not only for me to reflect on things, but also valuable for you out there as you start your own engineering uh, adventure, your own journey. So stick around and we'll get right to it. It's going to be an exciting episode and looking forward to talking about all this stuff with you today. Hey guys, before we keep going, I want to tell you about the best resource to help study for the civil PE exam, and that is the ultimate civil PE review course that we at Civil Engineering Academy have developed for you. If you need some hand-holding, this is the course to get that will take you from point A to B or Z or whatever you want to call it. What it's going to give you is results. And uh, we developed this from the ground up, right from the specs from NCES, and gives you everything you need to pass the civil PE exam. Practice exams, depth exams, 100, over 150 video practice problems, lecture modules, uh, a homework planner, equation reference guide. It's all there for you. Go check it out at civilpereviewcourse.com. That's civilpereviewcourse.com. And we have built that from the ground up to help you ace this exam. I promise it will help you. So go check it out. All right. So let's get to number one. And uh, I, as I thought about this list, I had to go back in time quite a bit. Um, but there might be things in the future that I might add to this. So who, who knows? But as I thought about these top three resentments, I guess is what I call them. I could, maybe I could call them my top three mistakes. Um, but these are things I kind of um, resent not doing or wish I would have changed. Uh, things of that nature. Um, so the very first thing that I thought of is that I wish that I made the decision to get a master's degree a little bit later after my bachelor's. Uh, and when I say a little bit later, I mean like years later. And I, I just think um, at the time I was making that decision, um, people were getting out of school and getting good job offers at the time. And so you know, my engineering mind was what was the payback in staying an extra year or so in uh, school in order to, um, you know, pay back uh, with a master's degree what I would be earning in one year's time or so uh, just with a bachelor's degree in civil engineering. So if you got out of school and made between, you know, 50 and 60 or uh, 1,000, 
you know, what, what that payback would be. And that's something I could have figured out. But in my head, I just was like, that's going to take years and years and years. And, uh, I don't even know if that's, there even is a payback there, but one of the regrets, one of the resentments I wish, um, or changes I wish I had made is that I wish, um, making a decision to get a master's, I wish I would have gotten it earlier in my career. So if you have any inkling of getting a master's degree, and right now I'm not talking about the benefits of getting a master's or or not getting a master's, um, you know, if you jump into conversations, even on uh, Reddit, there's definitely uh, some interesting conversations going on there about the value of a master's degree in civil engineering versus just coming out of school with a bachelor's degree. Uh, it's my own opinion that uh, if you have a bachelor's with a PE license, you are valued much more highly than coming out of school with the master's and not having uh, a PE, uh, even though you can take the PE earlier if you do have the master's. In any case, um, the thing that I'm trying to talk about, though, is that I, if you do make a decision, like I made the decision to get a master's later, um, I wish I would have done it earlier. And the, and the whole reason for that is because if you um, have kids um, and life moves forward, it just gets harder and harder and harder to try to get back into the school mode. And that can be uh, a real challenge. Uh, a challenge on it could be a challenge on your relationship, challenge uh, with your spouse or your children, uh, a challenge at work, trying to fit it all in, just makes things more stressful. So my advice, my my thoughts are that I wish I would have gotten that earlier. Now I think the sweet spot to get the master's degree um, is actually if you can get a, a a job out of school with your bachelor's and find a, an employer that will actually help pay for the master's degree so you can go back to school and get that, and they're paying for either all of it or a, a good chunk of it. So I was fortunate in that my employer did pay uh, quite a bit for the master's program that I went through, and I thought that was very nice, but I think most employers do. So I think the sweet spot to get a master's degree is earlier in your career, but um you know, if you're debating this, you know, get your get your bachelor's, go get the job, find an employer and, and start pinging them to see if they will help support you get the master's degree. And I think that's that's just a sweet spot to get it. Um, that's my own opinion. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to discourage you if you are in school and you are thinking about getting getting a master's degree. Then I think just plow through it. That's wonderful too. get it done, get it over with. And I think that's valuable, too. But um, for me in my own life and what I did where I waited so long to get a master's, I just think getting that earlier in my career would have been a much better thing for me to do. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think? If you have any, uh, I would love to hear your comments about a master's degree when the sweet spot to get it might be, um, whether that's in school still or whether you get a career real early and try to get it then or later, um, where you maybe are figuring out which area you want to specialize in. Going back to school, you can easily choose or choose a topic uh, or an area, a field of study that you could really specialize in that would help you in your career. Maybe that's a better round to go. So um, there's lots of different debates surrounding that. If you have an opinion, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear it. Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. But 
That is my first little resentment or change I wish I had in my own civil engineering career. And um, maybe you might want to think about that in your own. Okay, number two. So this is the second change or resentment that I wish I had made looking back in my life. And uh, I I guess the change that I'm thinking about here is that I kind of wish I networked earlier on in my career. I'm at a stage now in my career I can easily network with a lot of different consulting firms, a lot of different companies. And um, I just know, you know, when you're in the business of marketing yourself, you are your own company. So you need to do everything you can to develop yourself with skills that will make you more marketable. Um, um, I, I love the analogy that you are your own company. You are the owner of You, Inc., and that you can develop your company, develop yourself, develop your skills so that you can become a better engineer. And if that takes you into different areas of engineering or even beyond that, like project management or management, you know, those are those are the things you need to develop. But I think early in my career, I do wish that I networked a, a little better. And so uh, there's some you know, there's general tips about networking. I think it's really hard for a civil engineer to network early in their career, but it can definitely be done. And I think doing this lets you get exposure to a lot of different areas you think you might want to go because a lot of people kind of get pigeonholed into going one into one area and you might, you know, you, you just don't know what you don't know. So, it might be, it's helpful to, to get to know other people. And even if you do like the career that you are in, networking with other people will allow you opportunities to grow in other ways too, even though it's in the same industry or field of study. So um, I think there's some general tips here that I w- would could go into. I think for one, um, you know, I, I didn't have this when I started uh, my own career, but LinkedIn is kind of, is a, is a big deal. So you can network a lot through LinkedIn. Um, obviously, if you can create a very good profile there, uh, that's that's a good good place to go to really start um, networking. Um, it's real easy to network with other people there. You can contact other people. You can um, start building a kind of a social media presence there, even start writing articles or developing um, any sort of strategy around that. Um, but LinkedIn's a very good source to start networking and get you in touch with other companies, other firms, other places that that can help you take steps to build your career in different ways. So um, that's definitely worth looking into. If you're already in a career uh, or already working for a company, I think it would um, be very beneficial to, you know, it's a kind of a no-brainer, but you want to get to know the people that are already in your company. Um, and a lot of people don't do this. I worked for a, I started my career really for a large company and I, you don't really get to know a lot of people until you've been there for a while, but you can really start get getting to know others at a really early stage in your career. Um, and the way that you can do that is by volunteering for different things. You know, larger companies usually help with uh, charity events, whether that's through United Way or a lot of other uh, charity events that that go on. You know, 
take a part in that and actively volunteer to do things outside of engineering that get you exposure to other people. And usually through that, you start rubbing shoulders with other managers or directors. And when the time comes that maybe you want to move around within that that organization, um, then these people already know you and can put a name to a face and they're familiar with what you've done on that volunteer front. So, um, you know, other uh, other opportunities with that might be safety. Every company deals with safety and safety is a huge topic. Uh, you might volunteer to uh, be the safety chair or whatever and, you know, run those events or find, um, you know, find people that can come in and talk about safety for whatever reason. So, and then, and then you're getting exposure. See, people know who you are. You're in front of a crowd a little bit, and that might might take you out of the comfort zone, but those are skills that are good for you, but those are definitely things that you could do. So these are just kind of networking tips that I think would have been beneficial for me looking back. Um, Hopefully they'd be beneficial for you, Uh, and these apply even if you are well into your career as well. So uh, all of those things... uh, can definitely help. Uh, another thing I'm thinking of is uh, there's a lot of just associations or organizations that you can be a part of. And if you you can attend those for continuing education credits, uh, you know, if you're a member of the ASCE, the American Society of Civil Engineering, there's a lot of young member chapters and you definitely can rub shoulders with other engineers that way. Um, just being a member of that. And there's a lot of other organizations you could be a member too. So um, those are great organizations to join as you get to, you know, uh, join what activities they got going on, whether that's a lunch or dinner or some continuing education stuff that's going on in the neighborhood. Uh, those are good places to rub shoulders with other people. Um, you know, as part of that, um, you can sign up or learn how to do any sort of presentation for those things. You're definitely going to get exposure to networking and people getting to know you. So uh, if that's a skill you want to work on, I think every engineer should work on, and that's the ability to speak. Um, Obviously, engineers get stereotyped for not uh, speaking. We just want to sit in that cubicle and do our job and that's it. But if you really want to grow, become a leader, um, develop, um, have good networking opportunities, uh, this it just really says that you are confident about yourself and your ability to build relationships with other people. Uh, and it just goes a long way. So uh, yeah, you know, anything you can do to improve your public speaking would be good. There's a lot of online courses or uh, I'm sure if you just YouTube something about becoming a better public speaker, um, that can go a long way. In fact, I remember hearing a tip one time about public speaking and was told that if you want to improve your public speaking, uh, and let's say you have kids or whatnot, then what you should do is practice, uh, practice reading to your kids out loud. And you can do this yourself. You can read a book, read it to yourself out loud. And what that does is it kind of triggers you and how you're talking and make, making sure you can pronunciate words correctly and all of that stuff. So I'm, now I'm not saying I'm a perfect public speaker because I am definitely not, but I think reading out loud, I have kids, 
um, doing that stuff gets you into the mode of speaking. So, you know, I, I definitely am not afraid to talk to other people and rub shoulders with others. And doing that definitely says, you know, you're more confident in yourself and your abilities. And that can take you a long way. So, guys, there you go. Those are my tips on, I guess, networking. And something I wish I would have done a little early, earlier on in my career is is networking. And um, definitely not just sticking my nose to the grindstone and working uh, all the time. But, you know, everyone takes a different path and learning what they learn. And that's kind of the things I did. So hopefully you can learn from my mistakes or things that I wish I would have changed. And uh, you can improve upon that in your own journey. So good, good stuff. All right, coming up is my third tip or change that I wish I had in my own civil engineering career. And that's coming right up. Hey guys, I wanted to let you know about a sweet discount we have for you. If you use PPI, which is one of the industry leaders in providing exam material for the FE and the PE exam, then use our discount code of CIVAC and get 15% off any book that you get there. Head to our affiliate link at civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI. Go check out the books that you need and use our code CIVAC at checkout get 15% off any book that does apply only to books, not courses, but is still a sweet, sweet discount. Go check it out. You'll be happy you did. All right. All right. All right. So let's get to number three. So the third thing I wish I had developed or changed or done earlier in my career, and that is learn the power of saying no. So why do I bring that up? Well, you're going to be given tons and tons of opportunities to do things, and sometimes you're going to have to learn to say no to something. And in fact, I've learned over the course of my career, um, the more you do say no at something, you actually gain more respect uh, in different areas. It's kind of funny. It's kind of uh, not intuitive. I know that as you're beginning as an engineer, You do, I mean, there's some caveats to this. Obviously, you need to say yes to your boss when they ask you to do stuff. Um, But I think what I mean by this is it's okay to have an opinion and to share that opinion and not always uh, bend over to other people's opinions. You know, Uh, it's okay to have an opinion and share that. And if that means saying no to something, then that's okay to do. There's other reasons why saying no is a good thing, and maybe I can highlight a few of them. In fact, there's a really good book that you should go check out, and I'll leave a link in the description of the show called The Power of a Positive No, um, which is uh, a pretty sweet book teaching you uh, about the power of that, um, that it's actually an essential skill uh, that you need to learn in your own career and in your life. So, uh, you know, a lot of us have a hard time saying no. That's definitely natural. Uh, A lot of times just in life in general, though, um, we say yes to kind of everybody sometimes. If if we're people pleasers and we definitely want to do things to uh, make people happy or even just to keep up appearances uh, and, you know, maybe we're, we're fearful that, we think others might think we can't do something. All those things can be traps for us to saying yes to stuff. And oftentimes we say yes too often. So, um, 
I mean, even in relationships, if you say yes to everything, that could even hurt your relationships. So, I mean, it helps to be honest. Uh, and a lot of times we need to definitely say no to some things. So, um, you know, sometimes when we do say no, we actually, what we're looking for is um, almost a better yes, I guess is the way you would put it. Uh, when we say no to things, uh, we're listing, or we're basically saying that there's other things that we have opinions about or we prioritize uh, over your your own things that are going on. And when you say yes to other people, uh, other people's priorities end up taking um, precedence over yourself. So that's a good reason to say no to things. Um, a lot of times, if, if you don't say no, uh, especially if you're just newly acquaintances to people, uh, you lose opportunities. So every time you say yes to something, you're losing opportunities. There's opportunity costs there uh, if you say yes to everything that's out there. Um, so, and I also think when you say no to things, you're keeping yourself from being frustrated, uh, adding additional stress to yourself, um, and things of that nature. So now, having said all that, um, a lot of you know, you're not like I said, you're not going to say no to your boss when they ask you to do certain things in that nature. But if you do have an opinion about something, don't be afraid to share that opinion or why maybe you have a, a better alternative about something and they definitely want to hear that. And I've learned over the course of my career, as you do that, um, you become more respected in the field that you're in. Um, people value your opinion more because you're not afraid to say no to things to them or share your opinion about something that, uh, that maybe they want to bounce off of you. So that's just something that I have learned over the curse, course of my career. Um, so saying, saying, learning how to say no to things is an important skill that you can develop. So definitely go check out that book. I talked about the power of a positive no, uh, because it is an essential skill that you will need to develop uh, as more and more demands fall upon you that eat up your time. And whether that's uh, work demands, family demands, uh, anything else that eats up your time, uh, the power of saying no to something um, can definitely benefit you in in your life uh, and in your career. So those are my thoughts on that. I, that's something I wish I learned a little earlier on in my career because I saw other people that would say no to things. And, you know, I was kind of the yes man. And you end up getting frustrated because, um you end up seeing people going to them for their opinions or uh, they end up getting the promotions or they end up doing this or that. Uh, it's just a good thing to learn to do. And it will not only help in your work situation, but it will help with your relationships as well. Um, and all of those things uh, will definitely improve uh, if you can learn the power of saying no. So, don't ask me to do anything. I'm just going to tell you no. I'm just kidding. You can ask me stuff. So yeah, uh, what do you think of that list? Those are my top three things I wish I had learned earlier. There are changes I wish I made. I guess a few resentments in there. But those are things um, I think if you can learn at an earlier stage in your career. But these are things that also can be applied at any time in your career. Um, I think are, are uh, uh, valuable tools that will help you 
in your journey to become professional engineers. So uh, what do you think about that? Uh, have you said yes to everything? What does that do for you? How do you feel when you say yes to everything? Uh, these are things that you should be, you should think about. And I would, uh, you know, if you want to share your opinion with me, I'd love to hear your opinion. What are some things you wish you had done differently in your career, uh, no matter what stage you're at? And maybe those are some, some things I could share with other people, uh, which would be fun to do. Uh, because we're all in this space. We're all trying to learn from each other. What are some things you wish you had changed or learned about or resentments you had in your career as a civil engineer? And it would be fun to share those with other civil engineers so that we can uh, learn and grow together. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, and that's going to wrap it up. So thanks, everybody, for joining me today. Uh, I think this has been a fun episode. We're going to have some good ones coming up in the future as well. Probably get my brother back on and interview other people that uh, I would like to interview as well. So uh, hopefully this helped you out, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Email me at Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you need more tips, resources, anything to do with the FE, the PE, or anything to do with civil engineering, go check out civilengineeringacademy.com. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.